Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Mark chapter 10, verse 30. But he will receive 100 times more in this time. Houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and land with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. So coming off that verse 29, where he's speaking about those who would willingly set these very worldly important aspects aside for the sake of the kingdom, that no one who has done that has failed to receive, verse 30, 100 times more back to us of those same things. And I am here to say amen to that. I mean, this verse certainly rings true in my life. And it sounds sweet to our ears, all of us, but then some of us get to that little caveat of a line there at the end that says, all this stuff with persecutions. Yes, yes, it does all go together again. You need to know today that Jesus is not an investment plan, but he is indeed the finest of securities. Our bottom line is this. Do we trust God's handling of our lives? Or shall we attempt to keep control of our world and its destinies? Are we disciples or will we only follow as long as he leads us where we want to go? Verse 31 says, but many who are first will be last and the last will be first. That's an important passage, gang, because this kingdom that we can be a part of even now in this life, this kingdom, this is how this kingdom operates. I have personally seen gifted and worldly talented individuals go on to never do really anything for the kingdom. I mean, they seem to have their stuff, but they quietly believed they knew better than God. These folks refuse to be obedient to God because they, in truth, do not really trust Him. They trust themselves. It's often something that is never really verbalized or spoken openly. It just quietly is manifested in the way they live their lives and the way they make their decisions, the priorities, the use of time. All of these things reflect this aspect of our faith. Then I have also personally witnessed individuals with bad habits and weakness of flesh, no training or formal education in ministry, no popularity, no clout, no prominence. I've seen these kind of people actually move the world for Jesus Christ. Do I have an explanation for that phenomenon? Well, perhaps because when you have nothing, you have nothing to lose. And this was the point Jesus was trying to make. 
throughout the years, many folks have tried to move this church away from the focus upon these latter individuals that I just read about. But God willing, that's never going to happen. These are the people that God chooses. Thus, these are the people that we choose. Verse 32 of our text says, They were on their way, going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was going in front of them, and they were amazed. And those who followed were afraid. He again took the twelve and began to tell them things that were going to happen to him. Behold, he said, we are going up to Jerusalem. The Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and the scribes. They will condemn him to death and will deliver him to the Gentiles. Verse 34, they will mock him, spit on him, scourge him, and kill him. But on the third day, he will rise again. Suddenly, the foundation that the apostles thought were beneath them, it was all gone. Suddenly, the security that they had invested, it was gone. And now, they were afraid. Fear. Fear is a wicked taskmaster. It will move you to grasp at the wind and make foolish decisions based on what you think will again reestablish that security you feel you need. Once you've arrived at this point, Satan has you right where he wants you and he will keep you there for your whole life if he has his way. 1 John 4.18 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear has punishment. He who fears is not made perfect in love. Jesus now begins to speak of the price of all these blessings he has told us about. The persecutions that as a disciple we have vowed to share with Jesus as we pick up the cross and follow him. John 16:33 says, I have told you these things that in me you may have peace. In the world you'll have trouble, but cheer up, for I have overcome the world. John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not, not as the world gives, I give to you. Don't let your heart be troubled, neither let it be fearful. And then Psalms 85, 8 says, I will hear what God Yahweh will speak, for he will speak peace to his people, his saints, but let them not turn again to folly. So how can we be sure of him? Please note the words, and Jesus was going in front of them. Jesus was going in front. Verse 35, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came near to him saying, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we will ask. And he said to them, what do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, grant to us that we may sit one on your right hand and one on your left hand in your glory. Now here we have the third time Jesus explained his personal sacrifice to these guys. Third time. And yet they appear still slow to comprehend what Jesus was saying. Like us, I think 
they were quick to embrace the glory aspects of the kingdom and quite slow to accept the suffering. How many of us go to God with that same heart? We are so apt to move according to our will and our wishes, and then we ask the Lord to bless our decision. We can very easily convince ourselves that because it was easy, because we wanted it, well, it must be God's will. To make matters worse, Matthew included another critical fact in this story, and that was that these guys involved their mother in their ploy. Verse 38 says, Jesus said to them, you don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink and to be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with? And they said to him, we are able. And Jesus said to them, you shall indeed drink the cup that I drink and you shall be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and on my left hand is not mine to give, but for whom it has been prepared. So these guys wanted the greatest positions. Imagine that. And they wanted all that went along with that position, the power and the glory and the security. But the word has a lot to say about this subject. James 4.10, humble thyself in the sight of the Lord and he will exalt you. 1 John 2.16, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life isn't the Father's, but it is of the world. Luke 14.11, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Our text says, drink of the cup. He uses the term baptized with the baptism. You see, the cup spoken of herein represents that inward trial and pain that we all go through. I mean, in John 18, 11, it says, Jesus therefore said to Peter, put the sword in your sheath. The cup which the Lord has given me, shall I not surely drink it? Matthew 6, 26, 39 says, he went forward a little, fell on his face, this is Jesus, and prayed saying, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not what I desire, but what you desire. And the baptism herein represents that which is outward. The boy answers, the boy's answer, sure we can. Again, Jesus asking this question. And the boys answer, yes, yes, we can. We can drink of the cup. Young ministers. Certainly, history records that John, well, he was beaten and imprisoned and boiled in oil, but he lived. James, he was beheaded by Herod's sword. I don't know that when we start down this road, whether we have any idea what we're getting into. I mean, all these men did indeed drink up his cup and they all were indeed baptized in his baptism. But they also personally walked with the Son of God. And they personally changed the world for all of time. 
for many of us, and obviously for these men, that is a fair exchange. For none of these guys recanted a word as the years passed and they all faced down martyrdom. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.